0: Well, good morning from London, and I'm delighted to have with me uh, from all the way the other side of the city at Paternoster Square, Dr. Robert Barnes, a long-standing friend and, in fact, a fellow Harvard alum. And Robert is the Group Head of Securities Trading and the CEO of Turquoise Global Holdings at the London Stock Exchange Group. Robert will be telling us a lot about this as, as we proceed, but the focus today is on some of the really deep plumbing changes that are going on that are improving a customer-centered innovation in global securities trading. Now, uh, you'll know me, I'm Michael Minelli, I'm one of the directors of Xi'an, and I'm only able to provide these webinars uh, along with the other uh, people at Xi'an because of the tolerance, uh, generosity of our sponsors who allow us to range widely and freely across technology, economics, and finance. And today, of course, we're going to be talking about all three together uh lseg is as well is well known a technological powerhouse Uh, but there's the flip side to this the listing of technology stocks themselves which has been the subject of much debate not least a report uh, by by, uh, lord hill earlier this year so there's a lot happening in this space and robert's got a lot of ground to cover but i know robert well and he will cover it not only well but swiftly uh so if i could the agenda today is fairly uh, traditional in FS Club. I'm here to get out of the way as quickly as possible. Robert will be speaking for about 20 to 25 minutes, and then we'll have an interactive Q&A with the feeding questions in. Uh, three points of housekeeping. Uh, yes, this is being recorded and it will be posted in about two working days, so about midday Wednesday, if you'd like to see it again or to share with colleagues and friends. Secondly, the slides will be posted. Uh, In fact, I believe they already are posted and there's a notice in the chat room. But the most important thing is this is an interactive session. So please do feel free to send in comments, questions and observations, which I'll feed into a conversation with Robert. And to do so, you use the GoToWebinar uh, question and answer facility, the chat area. Uh, Please don't text me, email me, signal me, WhatsApp me, what have you, because I'm here with you uh, listening to Robert. Uh, but I will feed the questions in to the conversation if you put them in the chat room. Robin will, Robert will be receiving a copy of all of the questions along with your email. So if you want something personal or a quick follow-up, just put it in there and it will, it will be uh, given to him uh, later today. So uh, with no more ado, if I may, uh, Robert, the floor is very much yours. Looking forward to this.
1: Well, dear ladies and gentlemen, how do you do? I would like to thank Professor Michael Manelli and Peter Welch for inviting a humble practitioner to address such a distinguished audience. Ladies and gentlemen, at London Stock Exchange Group, we've been listening to you and our community of issuers, investors, and intermediaries. We've heard you tell us what you need for your future success. And this has led us to build a track record of innovation and customer engagement. With some examples I shall share today Stock exchanges have been around for a long time. Belgium hosted a stock exchange as far back as 1531 in Antwerp. And next slide, please. The Dutch East India Company was the first public company to IPO in 1602. Today, stock exchanges play an important role in the real economy, helping to convert risk capital to working capital, contributing to real jobs. This matters to all of us. Why? Demographics, because people are getting older, and living longer, which is a good thing. And to provide long-term financial health, most of us are relying on direct contribution pensions. The value of our pension at retirement depends on the gross amount invested, less the cost at the time of investment for net amount that compounds over time, hopefully growing enough to cover our financial needs after retirement. In an environment of developed market low interest rates, workflows that increase efficiency by reducing costs at the time of transaction are important to contribute positively for long-term investment returns the traditional long-term investment vehicle is a fund and the world's oldest collective investment scheme is the fnc investment trust and it was our privilege at london stock exchange to host fnc investment trust on the occasion of its 150th anniversary in two 2018 with a market open ceremony. Next slide, please. Established in 1868, F&C Investment Trust was launched with the purpose of bringing benefits of investing to a wider audience, bringing investing to those of moderate means. And that principle stood the test of time for 15 decades through world wars, recessions, financial crises. One might say F&C, by innovating with its open-ended fund was the first state of tokenization. FNC Investment Trust represented a step change in the way individuals could access the stock market, paving the way for the development of pool savings vehicles like unit trusts and open-ended investment companies. Today, F&C Investment Trust has total assets of some four billion pounds across more than 400 globally diversified holdings. And since its launch, the trust has paid a dividend to shareholders for each of the last 150 years and increases dividend every year for the last 50 consecutive years, including this year, 2021. Now, I'm gonna have an arrow to someone that's very important. Next slide, please. And you'll see this is Paul Niven, only the 14th fund manager at the trust. And at this special anniversary, he shared the following anecdote. He said, we started out in 1868 investing in emerging market bonds including brazil so we have moved from literally investing in the amazon to purchasing amazon.com some 140 years later after a 50-fold gain on some of those early purchases it's now our largest holding next slide please ladies and gentlemen amazon is a company with a market cap of more than one trillion dollars Amazon first touched its $1 trillion market cap in January 2020 after 23 years as a public company. It took Apple 40 years from its 1980 IPO to reach a trillion. Apple then doubled to become the first public company to reach $2 trillion in August 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, what do each of these examples highlight? It is the power of digitalization to grow the value of enterprise. And our opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, is to do the same, to transform capital markets by bringing the sources and consumers of capital closer together through automation and innovation. Next slide, please. At London Stock Exchange, our primary markets in partnership with the advisory community enables issuers to access investors, domestic and international worldwide. A London listing raises the visibility of a company to customers, and its supply chain on a global basis. And if you look at this particular image, you can see a photo of El Seg's headquarters in Paternoster Square, taken from the top of St. Paul's Cathedral. And if you look very closely onto the ground, you may notice a number of fancy automobiles. This happens to be taken on the day that Aston Martin lifted in London with its selection of iconic cars from race track to the movies on display. Well, it is our privilege, next slide please, to have helped companies and sovereigns that operate in more than 100 countries raise capital. London Stock Exchange listings enable direct access to American investors. Companies listed in London have the potential for joint listing in China via the Shanghai London Stock Connect. Next slide please. And once a company lists, it is the quality of our secondary trading offering, multiple execution channels for intermediaries and investors, that further adds the attractiveness of London for issuers. Next slide, please. Now this slide summarizes how orders from investors worldwide at the top left, sent electronically to brokers in the top middle of the slide, can access via a single connection to LSEG's data center here in London, both London Stock Exchange and Turquoise, two trading venues that in proximity together provide a suite of if you see in those orange circles 11 and more different ways to buy and sell securities just like a graphic equalizer to help investors get their business done next slide please complementing london stock exchange the primary listing venue of our international financial center in the city is turquoise and one consider turquoise like the international trading arm of london stock exchange in addition to the various ways to buy and sell Turquoise enables investors from London to trade securities of more than 19 countries including UK, Switzerland and Europe. One can trade for example UK Rolls Royce shares that settle in the UK, but from London one can also trade German BMW shares that settle in Germany, Swiss Nestle shares that settle in Switzerland, all via the same single connection. At London Stock Exchange Group our vision of a digitalized scalable model of capital markets is summarized in the next slide. And when we really think about capital markets, you could summarize them as really three components, issuance, safekeeping, and trading. And if we go to the next slide, just to give you a few examples, we start with uh, something that's live now called LSEG flow. On the issuance, it serves to digitize and automate the documentation associated with issuance. In this case, we're starting with medium term notes. For the multiple actors in the value chain, LSEG flow also provides a secure permissioned environment to encode the docu- documentation via GLML, which is the global legal market language, to negotiate securely terms and to register the deal. Compared with the manual process today, this saves time, reduces human error, and ensures a secure environment to discuss deal terms, all within a resilient LSEG environment. In fact, the LSEG Treasury team used LSEG Flow itself to issue its 7 billion pound bonds denominated in multiple currencies, successfully to complete its merger with Refinitiv at the start of 2021. Next slide, please. Safekeeping. Imagine a more streamlined, single digital golden source that can serve at once brokers handling client orders, CSDs for settlement, registrars for recording change of beneficial ownership. Next slide, please. And when it comes to trading, in fact, on the 20th of September this year, LSEG announced the expansion of Turquoise and the global securities offering by listening to LSEG-wide customers in Asia. We have designed a model to serve the rising demand of Asia-Pacific brokers that wish to trade U.S. securities before the U.S. market opened and during European trading hours with fungible DTC settlements, straight through processing. And you might think, well, what are some of the benefits of this model? Well, using turquoise, an investor in Asia can now trade a U.S. stock like Apple from six and a half hours ahead of the U.S. market. That matching in London then results in fungible settlements via LCH Limited Equity Clear into DTC in the United States. And that means investors can trade the same U.S. securities on turquoise and other U.S. markets and manage their position in one location. You can trade during U.K. and European time zones with an overlap with Asian and U.S. trading hours and that's convenient to global investors, and through this one LSEG trading connection, trade U.S., U.K., and European securities. Our secondary markets play a critical role in providing a safe and secure level playing field for members efficiently to buy and sell, ultimately contributing to efficient price discovery. We have a relentless focus on efficiency and evolution of our offerings to meet the needs of our secondary market users. And we understand when thought-leading asset managers like Norges, one of the largest sovereign funds in the world, highlight that technological advances and regulatory changes have led to competitive forces that have created faster and more fragmented markets. The new landscape has challenged exchanges to maintain their central role and that has forced asset managers to adapt and how they source liquidity in the markets. Well, we are responding together with you. We are challenging the status quo of in investment fragmentation. We're challenging that fragmentation, complexity, and cost. Why? Because efficiency matters, particularly in the environment with low interest rates, just as investors and plenty seek growth. Next slide, please. The challenge in today's global markets is that electronic order books shrink trade size. Now, here's a famous slide uh, from Mondo Visioni, uh, which shows in the past decade, post the introduction of the internet and electronic order books, average trade sizes have dropped below 10,000 pounds per trade, less than 0.01 million per trade. In fact, if you look at the x-axis, you're looking from 1999 to 2009, just the 10 years Uh, after the internet. On the left y-axis, you can see pounds sterling. You can see the average trade size in the blue line. London Stock Exchange used to be £64,000 per trade. And you can see on the right side, it has dropped to less than £10,000 per trade, 0.01 million per trade. Um, Now, when you consider that an asset manager may want to put, say, a million or 10 million into the marketplace, it can really have impact and on trading in the electronic order book. Next slide, please. Well, working together with the asset managers and the sell side in partnership with our community, we have designed a solution to try and trade those larger sizes. Next slide, please. And further, we've enabled automation to match at the midpoint of the best bid and offer, enabling customers to do more with the existing investments and algorithms to trade stocks from FTSE 100 blue chips to aim growth stocks. So if you take a look at this slide, you can see the bid offer spread of the FTSE 100 can be about two to five basis points. When you get to the mid caps, it can be 20 basis points. By the time you get to the top 50 of the aim growth stocks, 50 basis points, that's 10 times wider than the FTSE 100. And yet you can use exactly the same workflow to get the midpoint and get potential price improvement delivering significant benefit for investors. Next slide, please. Now here's a picture, a picture, an example of us working together with the industry. This photo is from the March 2016 gathering of nearly 900 delegates from 22 countries at the largest single day gathering of EMEA electronic trading experts. And at this gathering for the very first time, everyone was given a live voting uh, handle. And when asked in 2016, What they anticipated in 2018 was the rise of MIFID II. Next slide, please. You can see on the left that 51%, more than half of the audience said, more electronic block trading. And on the right side, we're very pleased to see a clear preference to partner with LSAC Turquoise on innovation. Next slide, please. So as we grow from 2016 to 2018, independent venue performance analytics firms like Liquid Metrics, and their thought leaders like Dr. Darren Tolson, shown here, published repeatedly empirical evidence of the benefits of block trading for long-term investors, including pension funds and insurance companies, because it offers the chance of getting large orders filled relatively quickly at a fair price with a neutral counterparty. Next slide, please. And here are the results from on the x-axis annually 2013 to 2020 And if you look on the left y-axis, this is the cumulative amount of turnover, more than 1.25 trillion euros matched via the El Seg Turquoise Plato Innovations, matching at the midpoint, offering price improvement with a growth trend from nothing to on the right side, even more phenomenally, more than half of all the values traded in the pool, matching and manifesting as blocks. So ladies and gentlemen, what's the insight? In 2020, for the first time, workflow behavior embracing electronic block trading, matching the larger sizes on order book at the midpoint, had matured to become market convention. You can see how it's grown from, you know, to 2013, 14, 15, less than 1%, then growing to 5%, 29%, and then ultimately over 40% and over half. Electronic block trading has taken years, but it has now become mainstream feature of the market. So the question then is, well, what does it actually look like? Well, the next set of slides aim to give you a visual representation. Next slide, please. So if we go to the next slide, we're starting with Boohoo Group. Now, what you're seeing here is on the x-axis, a single day's trading from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. UK time. On the y-axis, you'll see Price and Pence. And Boohoo is a well-known company. It's a growth company on AIM. And you can see a typical line chart. If we go to the next slide, please, you will see, uh, instead of showing a line, we're showing dots that are plotted uh, right at the time of transaction. And you can see with all the dots, it looks very similar to that previous line chart. Next slide, please. Now, you can almost not even see the difference here. What we've done now is we have added uh, the turquoise trades on top of the London Stock Exchange trades trading the same security boohoo, and it looks exactly the same. Note the intraday small trades are all together. Now, next slide, please. We're going to now just plot the London Stock Exchange trades as bubbles, where the size of the trade uh, is represented by the size of the bubble. Now, what you'll notice is as you move to the right, uh, you start to get much deeper concentration of these trades at the close. So a large number of small trades can clearly add up to a lot of value. But when we add in the turquoise trades, particularly worth the midpoint and electronic block trading, look at the next slide, please. Wow, look at that. Significant liquidity events that are happening not just at the end of the day, but also early in the day. Let's look at another case study. Next slide, please. Here we've got a FTSE 100 blue chip. This is Intertech Group. We go to the next slide we can see the line chart of the price on the y axis with the time on the x axis next slide please here you can see the dots of the london trade at the next slide please you can see the dots with turquoise right on top next slide please you can see the uh, number of small trades again even with the FTSE 100 stock the average trade size 2000 if you look at the top left 2831 less than Clearly less than 10,000 pounds of trade. And you can see the concentration to the right as we get closer to the closing auction. But what about when we add in turquoise on top? Next slide, please. Boom, significant liquidity. Now, why does this matter? If you look to the far right, as you get to the end of the day, there's also in the London Stock Exchange, the jewel of the closing auction, which is the record of reference for indices and asset valuations. And that is fantastic as many recognize the rise of passive indexation where matching at that reference price really matters. But the fascinating observation, ladies and gentlemen, is that many of the pension funds and asset managers that are looking after our long-term financial health they are active stock pickers. And while they love the end of day liquidity event at the closing auction, they don't only wanna be forced into the close. So the ability to overlay with the primary market the innovations of midpoint electronic block trading and turquoise to enable trading throughout the day that really helps investors get their business done next slide please next slide please so if we take a look just a few more examples here's another one uh, WM Morrison here's a FTSE 250 mid cap Uh, this is a supermarket stock you can see the golden London stock exchange trades in the morning, and particularly the deep liquidity at the far right at the closing auction, but look at the deep liquidity intraday because of turquoise. So remember, a single connection into the data center accessing London Stock Exchange and turquoise together gives a really unique liquidity profile unlike anywhere else in the world. Next slide, please. And here we have an AIM Growth stock, a stock that's considered you know, very, uh, probably much less turnover than you'd see in a FTSE 100 blue chip, but still with the ability to get significant liquidity early in the morning. So ladies and gentlemen, as a humble market operator, broker neutral, buy-side neutral, at the heart of the global financial ecosystem, we have established a track record of customer engagement and innovation, particularly with fund managers, the stewards of long-term investment returns, where innovation is more than just ideas. Innovation is about execution. And with the support of Norges, and PLATO partnership, including Fidelity and others, we added support for SME small-medium enterprises by adding the AIM securities and the liquidity events for these less-liquid securities with average spreads of the AIM-50 being more than 10 times wider than the FTSE 100. Using that same workflow to get the midpoint enables significant efficiency gains with the same workflow. Now, with the success of these new liquidity events, from previously perceived or misperceived illiquid aim securities lsegs turquoise we increasingly started to receive inbound requests from private equity fintech firms about whether we could scale a similar workflow for new use cases for alternate assets and this led to participation with a company called 2030 that was already in the fca fintech sandbox cohort 4 in which we joined them in the exercise and we used lseg turquoise to simulate the issuance of tokenized equity and settlement via the turquoise test environment and as a result 2030 was able to raise 3.9 million via tokenized security for cash next slide please we then decided to file our own lseg application including london stock exchange and turquoise together and we were delighted to be one of just 29 accepted applications out of 99 for Cohort 5 of the SCA Sandbox. And we used R3 Corda, so R3 is a company and Corda is a secure permission protocol of the distributed ledger to build a working model of issuance, safekeeping, and trading in order to learn by doing. And we learned the following, that LSEG capital markets can serve all dematerialized securities with a global customer network we learned that by bringing the token inside our conduct of business rules legally we could consider them dematerialized securities and that links up with all the legal acquis that you'd expect from the financial services market act and all the others they refer to dematerialized securities and the investments made by asset managers and brokers have been designed to operate within the regulatory framework well, LSEG Sandbox 5 is a proof-of-concept design on a private permission blockchain, Corda, developed as part of this sandbox. And what does it demonstrate? It demonstrates that securities, including equities and funds, can be dematerialized directly into the distributed ledger, that a distributed ledger can be integrated with London Stock Exchange and Turquoise Listing and Trading Venues, that a central securities depository, a CSD, an authorized settlement entity, can plug into the system, authorize delivery versus payment, provide certainty on settlement finality with pre-funding checks and locking of assets. The registers tracking legal and beneficial ownership are maintained with a mapping from one to the other, and settlement can be configured to occur instantaneously over a range of prescribed intervals. Cash records can be tailored to future developments on the CBDC, the central bank digital currency, And it's our privilege to say that we have patents pending worldwide, including in US, Europe, UK, China, Japan and Singapore. So the insight from our work on Sandbox 5 is that we have the opportunity here in the City of London to scale the benefits of our global network of customers on this model of issuance, safekeeping and trading, but not just for the traditional assets that we currently serve, but to consider other large asset classes. If we go to the next slide, please. Just to give you an example, we're pleased to be able to share that we're cooperating with another company called Fund Admin Chain, FAC, where we are seeking to innovate in partnership with the fund industry on the journey of exploring the tokenization of mutual funds. Mutual funds do not go through the traditional stock exchange model, but by tokenizing it, not only can we provide efficiency, but also the opportunity for additional liquidity events. And I'd just like to pay tribute to the team As we've been working together because the network facilitates the launch distribution trading and settlement of tokenized investment funds and it is enabling a radical new way for investment funds to consider issuing shares as digital tokens on a secure network the solution maintains the distinctive benefits of investment funds while offering a more efficient operating environment and this is achieved by collapsing the system architecture onto a private DLT happens to be quarter-based network. Current silos of replicated data across participants become unnecessary. They are replaced by a single point of truth, making reconciliations and messaging redundant. Enhanced transparency, speed of operation, improve fund accessibility, distribution, and substantially improves visibility, control, and certainty over transactions. So here at LSEG is a neutral party at the center of the ecosystem. We're looking to serve as a business service operator a business node operator enabling each of the actors along the value chain to participate in our resilient secure environment and as well as delivering efficiencies of reducing costs through the funds value chain uh, this also improves customer accessibility and data analysis including facilitating industry ESG goals around market inclusion now ladies and gentlemen we in the financial markets have an important role to play in the transition to a net zero carbon future. As world leaders attended the pivotal COP26 climate summit this year, now is the time on to be on the right side of what could be one of the biggest trades in history, the global transition from a high carbon economy to a net zero economy. And LSEG announced that it has become a founding member of the Net Zero Financial Services Providers Alliance, Part of Mark Carney's un Back group and this alliance which is made up of credit rating agencies, stock exchanges, index providers and auditors also includes SGX, MSCI, S&P, Moody's and others and is focused on aligning all the relevant products and services to achieve net zero. The aim is to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2015 at the latest and to set meaningful interim targets by 2025 within 12 months of joining. These commitments are in addition to the organization's setting science-based targets to reduce their operational emissions in line with limiting the global temperature rises to 1.5 centigrade. This is a major step in mobilizing the flow of capital committed to supporting the transition to a net zero economy. By helping to ensure that asset managers, banks, financial institutions have the data, information and products needed to achieve their own net zero goals. In fact, our own group CEO of London Stock Exchange group, David Schwimmer said, Financial markets are at the center of the world to achieving net zero emissions. A new financial service providers alliance recognizes the pivotal role market infrastructure providers such as LSAG have in mobilizing the trillions needed to transition to net zero world and to support the growth of new green industries. Next slide, please. And it is our privilege that LSAG has an unparalleled set of ESG assets available for integration within a digitized automated workflow. And i next slide please, we have a vision. We have a DLT vision about orchestrating the regulated digital ecosystem to realize the digital transformation of global financial markets, to drive financial stability, empower economies, and to enable customers to create sustainable growth. And our ambition is to shape the future of our industry, to serve our customers and markets better. And we'll do that by an inclusive culture that aims to connect, create opportunity, and deliver excellence. And with that, you can see our principles of open access, secure trusted network, and delivering value for our customers. So ladies and gentlemen, we wish to work in a spirit of partnership to promote liquidity and new business. With emerging trends of data and analytics, we offer a single point of access for viewing, trading, and analyzing securities of many countries. And we started down the digital path in cooperation, with the authorities via the FCA FinTech Sandbox, which has enabled us and our partners to learn by doing. With you and with our industry partners, we are making products that are beautifully designed, simple to use and user-friendly. And as we consider an evolved digital capital market value chain, we look to address asset classes. Asset classes beyond the ones that we normally look at. Uh, property, voluntary carbon, mutual funds, private companies, LSEG is uniquely positioned to build digital finance by adding in one step, the full value chains in our digital ecosystem, the Amazon of financial services, if you will. So ladies and gentlemen, we recognize the amazing work you are doing to innovate, and we want to accelerate this time to market. We want to be your partner of choice, the open access destination where applications can come and interact with our global network today. 40,000 customer firms over 190 countries worldwide, so I'll just conclude by saying ladies and gentlemen, it's our great privilege to be here in the city of London. You're all members of our London Stock Exchange. We're right here at the heart of the city and come bring your initiatives to LSEG to explore a quicker time to market with a more resilient and secure environment. From our perspective as a humble market operator, we look forward to developing this DLT ecosystem together with you. And we believe this business node operator will become the backbone of tomorrow's financial market ecosystem. The way to do this is to cooperate for the network effect and we encourage you to volunteer your suggestions for improvements to our existing mechanisms and new models we are listening and ladies and gentlemen we welcome your ideas thank you very much
0: great <clears throat> well thank you robert i mean you delivered what you promised which is a, a rapid canter down a long roadway that you've been working on very hard for a long time um i'd like to pick up just a couple of things quickly um one was You know, when you launched Plato, you you were really tackling a big industry problem. Block trading had had uh, just an enormous number of problems that people, I don't think, outside of the wholesale markets, had truly recognized. And what you've achieved is extremely impressive. And I I was particularly struck at the quality of those slides showing the overlay of turquoise with the footsie during the day. So those were those were super. Um, Where do you see this going in the future? Is the block trading problem solved? Um, as far as you're concerned, or what's the next stage of evolution?
1: Well, well, this is an excellent question. Well, firstly, I need to pay tribute to the Plato Partnership, which is a separate not-for-profit entity that was really founded at the end of 2014 into 2015 by the largest fund managers in the world, BlackRock, Norges, Deutsche Asset, Fidelity, and all the ones that you know. And they also have the largest global banks and brokers also involved. And they decided in 2015 to really for the first time bring together asset managers and the sell side brokers with a trading venue in order to try and address these complex market structure issues starting with electronic block trading and it was our great privilege out of 20 different firms to actually ultimately be selected as the preferred partner and while it's not exclusive what we've been doing is working together to try and understand why this has been really one of the most challenging engineering problems in financial mathematics that electronified exchanges shrink trade size well as you recall from the examples if the average trade size is less than 0.01 million we've grown to about uh, you know on routinely million 10 million in fact our you know just a few days ago we did 27 million trade in Daimler which is a which was a european stock now what i would expect in terms of your question where can it go well when you consider that uh, much much larger trades is hundreds of millions uh, in terms of scale often go through book building uh, often through a corporate finance manual process which can sometimes take until we're told by asset managers midnight in a very complex process i believe the next innovation that we're going to see in 2022 Is an automated version of that book building. And together, through our venue, we'll be able to serve that model straight through processing to help investors, which are the asset managers, but potentially also corporates to get their business done. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, Anita Miller has a question here. Uh, She says The Bank of International Settlements and the Hong Kong Monetary Authority are collaborating on Project Genesis uh, that brings together blockchain and ESG and green investments that can also be monitored for their greenness to retail investors. Is this something LSEG are looking at?
1: Well, in fact, we are involved in many of the international initiatives. In fact, it was our group CEO, David Schwimmer, um actually sent out a letter together with Mark Carney to all of the stock exchanges to say, let's work together. In fact, London Stock Exchange was is not just a signatory of the United Nations PRI which is the principal for responsible investments which have asset managers to the tune of about 85 90 trillion dollars asset under management, but I'm pleased to say that uh, London stock exchange was the first recognized of the UN uh, sustainable stock exchange initiatives and What you can see is the example that you've identified and many others are beginning to try and identify how through an immutable process one can add in uh, metrics that actually flow through to accurately represent, uh, you know, ESG for those investors that are looking to select. One of the other initiatives that we've done at London Stock Exchange is we've launched the green economy mark for companies that list on the London Stock Exchange that can demonstrate more than half of the revenues are green. We have, I think, over 110 companies. And what we've done in Turquoise, given that we have the same connection in the data center, is we've actually electronically tagged our stock universe with all the UK companies with the green economy mark. So for those that are using algorithms that want to quickly allocate and identify those stocks with the green economy mark, we try to add just another step of efficiency. Thank you.
0: Well, very good. Now, you you touched quite a bit on your DLT vision. And I can see that as quite a vision as as you're trying to take in uh, new asset classes and bring them into a a more traditional legal structure as well. But I'm afraid I missed the, uh, what was DLT itself operating, uh, uh, availing you of, Uh, you know, could you have done this with just a normal database?
1: Well, this is an excellent question. So I think when people refer to the distributed ledger, you're right, it is a database. But I think the distributed nature is what makes it quite fascinating because it means one can have many physical implementations, whether they're servers or various cloud representations, and these physical instances can be cross border Now, we recognize that many authorities and regulators have a single country locus of authority, and they will often want to see infrastructure within their locus. But as finance becomes far more global, the beauty of the distributed ledger is that you can have many physical instances but one version of the truth. And when you consider that derivatives is very easily global in terms of manifestation, but realize that settlement is generally cash settled derivatives are far easier to scale worldwide than when you compare to securities that often require physical settlements. And one of the trends that we've noticed, particularly in Europe since the beginning of 2015, I'm sure many people remember the surprise announcement at the beginning of the year when the Swiss National Bank took the cap off uh, the Euro, Um, the very next week we had the introduction Of effectively a version of quantitative easing and negative interest rates in continental Europe. Well with rates so low and investors seeking growth and with the rise, if I may pay credit, to the fantastic index of financial centers that ZM looks at, um, we've seen the rise of the number of international financial centers. So I recall uh, looking at your report probably 74 measured international financial centers in 2013. That's probably more than 114 today, and that will continue. Those financial centers start by a debt market, then an equity market, then they'll privatize. But often, the privatization assets is such a jewel of the country that it's much larger than the equity capacity of the local investors. And so therefore, they'll often have a cooperation with their friendly London Stock Exchange to do a joint listing. But when you do the joint listing and you settle in two different places, you can sometimes impede the liquidity. So this is a long-winded answer to say, imagine if we had a world where settlement on distributed ledger could allow a single books and record in the same way that we have the turquoise model. You can buy BMW German shares in London, you can sell them in Germany on Deutsche Börse, but because it settles in the same books and records, the liquidity has grown the investors get more ways to buy and sell. The slippage cost comes down, and this contributes to long-term returns. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Robert,
0: um, <clears throat> what you've shown us on the on what I'd call the wholesale markets is is seriously impressive. It, as you said, it's a, like a graphic equalizer, giving you what, whatever you like. Um, And yet a lot of this doesn't seem to quite yet, and I may may be talking more in a UK context, but to penetrate down to the retail trader. Uh, Now that's not your problem to some degree uh, in that, you know, you've got the facilities there, but what are the blockages that are preventing, you know, this ability to trade 4,300 stocks, 19 markets, you know, I should be able to sit here in London as a retail person and do anything with, you know, extraordinarily low costs. And yet, It's clunky, it's hard, it's paperwork dependent. I've got issues when I'm trying to trade through my SIP. It just doesn't, it's not the world that I I see when I do my professional work. It's not the world I see uh, when I'm uh, sitting at home. So any comments on how we could open that up a bit more?
1: Well, uh, yes, thank you. Firstly, I would just like to say that we have an amazing community of retail intermediaries, wealth managers, the community of independent financial advisors. What I'd like to say is, in parallel, we at London Stock Exchange Group have invested significantly to enable the man and woman on the street to have exactly the same access to the investment tools to buy and sell that we make available to the wholesale institutions, including the ability to buy and sell at midpoint to get potential price improvement. My humble entreaty to the audience is if you would like to get access to this please ask your broker can i trade on turquoise because it's through that same connection in the london stock exchange data center in fact the cross connect doesn't cost anything the broker that becomes a member of turquoise we waive the membership fees it's effectively providing access to customers to have more ways to buy and sell i think you're absolutely right it's all about raising the visibility today in 2021 It is now possible for the retail investor to get access to the most potent mechanisms to buy and sell that the institutions have. Please ask your broker to connect. Thank you.
0: Robert, that's a fantastic way to conclude a a really riveting session. There you go, there are folks, that's your challenge. (laughs) Contact your broker and say, why can't I do this? And the answer is you can. Uh, And uh, do keep an eye out for those green economy marks and uh, do look at uh, the the amazing amount of change that really has been happening. And I think for many of us, somewhat unnoticed, we kind of know what's going on, but it's well worth uh, picking up and seeing the scale of that. Now, if I may, just three quick rounds of thanks. Uh, Firstly, to our FS Club sponsors. Without you, we wouldn't be here, Uh, but thank you very, very much for allowing us yet again uh, to cover an area of great interest in technology, economics, and finance, all three together in one blow. Uh, Secondly, uh, you, the audience, always uh, good to have you here. Uh, otherwise, there'd be no point in these. Uh, but can I point out that we do have a couple of things coming up? Our very last session this year is tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, when David Bannister is going to look back on uh, on decades of technology. And we start the new year off on the 6th of January with uh, how insecure are your webs and your websites? Uh, as you're going to see uh, the enigma of digital certificates. Uh, personally, we've done this at Zien and some of the results were a little surprising to us. So well worth uh, waking up there. And then a fascinating session on the 11th, uh, getting to grips with longevity, where we're going to have Simon Colhain, who's the CEO of the Chartered Institute for Securities Investment, looking at some of his personal research on longevity and what it means for finance. So a full year ahead as ever, go and look at the website, because I think we're already up to about 80 scheduled events for next year. Meanwhile, and most importantly, Robert, I'm sorry to drag you out just, the, just as the season's about to begin, but you've delivered, as you always do, a wonderful session full of detail. Uh, folks, those slides are well worth perusing slowly. Um, I got the chance to look at them ahead of time, uh, but there's a lot more to be had in them as, as you go over them. Robert, can I say only uh, that one of the things technology lets us down on, sadly, is uh, applause. I don't want to give you automated applause, Uh, but i have brought my korean karmic clapper uh, from the depths of korea and i will now give you that applause and say thank you and wishing you and yours uh, the best seasons greetings and a wonderful 2022 thank you so much for coming
1: thank you very much thank you bye for now thank you